the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. And for the next hour, you're stuck with me. We're talking about car, car repair, your car repair problems, your car repair questions. And perhaps if you have an argument between you and your spouse and you need somebody to settle that argument, then just call me up and tell me what the two sides of the argument are. And I'm willing to help you out. The lines are wide open. My, Miguel, you're going to be first, but 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. And I'm going to deal with the marital issue right after I get done talking to Miguel. Okay? I know that that's something you can hardly wait for, but just stick around because I'm going to deal with that. Miguel, how are you today? Good. Yourself? I'm good. Thank you for asking. Hey, thank you for taking my call. Uh, I got a 2012 Toyota Corolla with 72,000 miles. Uh, maintenance on the vehicle is done, like, uh, you know, by manufacturing instructions, like every 10,000 miles. Okay. Um, so far, everything's so good. But I noticed uh, a couple, about 10, 20,000 miles ago, when the vehicle is idling, um, and then, like, normally it idles around 800 RPMs, but sometimes it drops below that, and you can tell it idles a little rough. Um, but then the, the weirdest part is when I turn on my lights, it goes away. So I, I don't know what the cost of this. <laughs> wow. Well, first of all, is it an automatic or a standard? Automatic. Okay. And is it in drive or park when it's at 800? Uh, park. Okay. What happens when you put it into drive? What kind of RPM do you have then? Uh, I think it goes back to the normal. Let me double check. I'm actually on the vehicle right now. Okay. All right. Uh, it just stays around 800. So 800 in park and 800 in drive. Yep. Okay. But at some point, it drops below 800, and that's okay. the, when you get a little rough idle. Okay. Well, I don't think it ought to be at 800. I think the specification is going to be less than that. The two issues are is when it drops below 800, it's kind of rough, and number two, when I turn on my headlights, it goes away. Um, I would think that you'd want to just follow one or the other of those issues, but to try to fix both of them at the same time is going to cost you a lot of money, and I don't think that's in your best interest. So I think you should pick one. I think you should pick the idle issue, or you should pick the I turn on the car, or I turn on the headlights, and the rough idle goes away. Because either way you at- attack that, there is a good possibility that one is related to the other. So when you fix A, it'll fix B, or if you fix B, it'll fix A. Anytime you have an electrical issue like you have, the first thing you do is spend $35, $45 doing a complete electrical test. Battery, alternator, regulator, all your grounds to your engine, your body, your frame, your transmission, the core support, the headlights. You do all that kind of work to make sure that everything's tied together. So once you look at that, 
and you see how many amps the alternator's putting out, and you look at the diode pattern, and this is stuff that can't be done at your local AutoZone. We need we test it where it lives. We don't test it on a bench anymore. We test it right where it lives. I, I've never seen a problem like yours before, but I know what I'd do. I'd go in and clean up the throttle blades, and I'd clean up the air, idle air control motor. Which I've, is, done, I've done that before. I cleaned the, the, the throttle blade. Uh, I called a long time ago. I don't recall if it was your program or another one, and that was one of the things that I was recommended. Okay. And I did clean that, and the, and the, the issue still stayed the same. And did it? Changed. Okay. When you cleaned the throttle blades, was there a good ring of dirt around the throttle blades or not? Uh, nothing major. Just uh, a little bit. Okay. Well, see here, that's the issue, Miguel, is you don't know what major is because you've only seen one set of throttle blades. But a seasoned technician knows what's really bad, what's a 10 on a 10 scale, and what's a 5, and what's a 1 on a 10 scale. And part of, of, of cleaning the throttle blades and cleaning the idle air control motor is understand how those two work together. So when we, when we look at the idle air control motor, we have to look at minimum idle authority, and we have to look at the idle settings, and then we have to look at the idle air control settings and the TPS settings, and those all have to be coordinated. So if the throttle position sensor is saying A, and the idle air control motor's B, then the computer doesn't know what to do because it needs to see A and A in order to do A. So there's a, there's a disconnect there. I can't help you fix this because these symptoms are beyond my ability to sit here and tell you. I'm just going to tell you, you need to focus on the idle issue or you need to focus on the electrical miss issue. But to go both of them is not in your best interest. Thank you, Miguel. Thank you very much. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. I, I, before I take Dan, I've got to get this marital issue out of the way. We were talking about gray hair. My wife is going to have her gray hair done, okay? She blames that on me. I had gray hair long before she did. I had gray hair in my nose and in my ears, like most guys do. So it's not nothing to do with who's hassling who. Joe Berdalski is a friend of mine. I love Joe Berdalski. He is one of my very best friends. His wife, Tony, blames him for her gray hair. I'm telling you folks that nothing could be further from the truth. Tony doesn't have any gray hair compared to Joe. <laughs> and, and Joe has more hair on his head than all of the rest of his friends have on their back. This guy's got a head of hair that every man would enjoy having at the age of 50 or 60 or 70. But Joe's one of those full-headed hair guys, but he is grayer than Tony. So, Tony, you're wrong. Joe did not cause your gray hair. He has his own. So if you've got yours, you've got yours. Dan, good morning to you. How can I help you this morning? Yeah, hi. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. I have a uh, 2004 Taurus with uh, the better engine. I forget the overhead valve engine. Okay. And uh, about six months ago, I had the spark plugs changed. And ever since then, the check engine light has been on. And uh, I'm just wondering if I'm doing any damage to my car by running like that. Well, we we don't know till we know what the the code is going to tell us what state the problem yeah. is at. Had the code uh, checked and it was a uh, running lean. Okay, well, a lean uh, a lean mixture causes the temperature of the engine to rise. Oh. It also causes the catalytic converter to run hotter. You you're going to miss some performance. Um, it's going. It, it runs good, and the temperature has always been the same since I got the car. When, when I, uh, 
sort of in the middle of the gauge. Okay. Well, you can't argue with me if you're asking me my opinion, and I'm telling you, I don't care what your gauge says. The okay. motor's going to run hotter if it's running leaner. You ask me, am I causing any damage? And I'm telling you, the okay. motor's running hotter, the exhaust is running hotter. Now, okay. your spark plugs didn't cause the lean condition. No, okay? I know them. But when they when they change the plugs, don't they have to take a lot of stuff off the engine to move you know, move it around and stuff like that? No. Well, because no. because some some of the plugs are in the back. You know, the, yeah. I mean, the, the one bank one bank is in the back toward the firewall. Okay. And there's a whole lot of stuff on top of the engine. I'm not going there. I'm not going there. I I sense, and I could be wrong, I sense what you want me to say is is that this is going to be their fault because they did the spark plugs. And I'm not doing that. Because the real fact here is is that someone has to find out what's causing the lean condition, which could be a fuel filter, could be a fuel pump, it could be an EGR valve that's stuck open, it can be a vacuum leak at the brake booster, and none of those have to do anything with pulling your spark plugs. So I don't know who I'm sticking up for, but I'm telling you, the odds are against this being their problem. Now, if you find out that there's a big vacuum hose that's been knocked off, that would have caused a rough idle, that had caused a lean condition, and that had caused a, 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 a check engine light. But you would have noticed that the day you drove away. So the easiest thing to do is just go have somebody look at the lean code and determine what's causing the lean code. Once you determine what's causing it, then you fix it. Then once you fix it and you drive it for a week and you don't have a check engine light, then you and everybody else will know if the shop that changed the spark plugs caused the problem. That's it. That's what has to happen. Let me tell you about Air Park Auto Service. Air Park Auto Service is up in North Scottsdale. Nadine runs Air Park Auto Service way back in the mid-80s. Nadine and her husband, Stacy, and my wife, Renee, and I, we were all building our auto repair facilities together. Nadine and Stacy were kind of our good friends because we both had construction com projects going. We were both really young. We both had borrowed a lot of money, and we were concerned. Stacy passed away from leukemia a while back, and Nadine is still there. Those of you ladies that want to deal with a lady-run organization, Air Park Auto. They're on Rain Tree just east of Hayden, which is just south of Bell Road. Nadine is the sole owner. She doesn't answer to any man. She makes all the decisions. And she's tough. And she knows a good technician. She knows what they sound like, what they look like, and what their work looks like. So if you're in North Scottsdale, they are on my best car repair shops list, by the way. They have a state-of-the-art, clean, green facility. They have all the tools necessary to service and fix your cars. So, again, Air Park Auto. You go from probably, let me see here, probably Indian Bend to Carefree, 56th Street to Fountain Hills. Air Park Auto, in my opinion, is the best shop in that entire North Scottsdale area. 602-508-0960. Anybody else, Gil? Warren, good morning to you. How can I help you? Good morning. I have a question about a transmission. I just picked up a 1990 Plymouth Caravan. It's in really good shape, but I'm having a problem. I think I'm having a problem with the transmission. Sometimes I listen for it. It shifts, right? Shifts up normally. Okay. And then sometimes it, you know, and once in a while it does it. But I can, but I can accelerate. You know what I mean? And I spoke to a guy on the phone, and he said, "Well, I wouldn't be able to accelerate." You know, it wouldn't be able to, to climb. And, and it's just, I'm really confused now. I don't know if well, it's a fluid or if it's a, an electrical problem. You know okay. what I'm saying? Well, yeah, but but this this is really, um, 
this is not the way we do things. You're trying to fix the, you're trying to find the problem with your transmission over the phone. Right. And, yeah. 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 You're, that ain't yeah, that's happen. my problem. I don't want to be taken to the cleaners because I've been taken to cleaners many times, oh, and it so, was just for a starter. Okay. All right. So, so let me get this straight. You're going to call a whole bunch of guys who half of them have their interest in front of your own. Right. right okay. Right, right, and so right. you're gonna going get to get 25 different guys to tell you 25 different things, and then you're going to pick the guy that you like the best. You're going to go have that done, and I guarantee you that's not going to fix your car. So you're worried about somebody ripping you off, but on the other hand, what you're doing is almost a guaranteed way for you to get you're, – you're basically spending your money on some guy on the phone's guess. I don't understand that. Let me offer you the alternative way. Uh, Choice Transmission in Tempe, who's not on my list, but is a good shop. Adolph's Transmission in Glendale, he is on my list. Automatic Transmission Exchange on Washington, they're on my list. All three of them will drive your caravan for free. They want you to get in and show them what to do. How do you make it happen? They wanted you to demonstrate the problem. Then you get your butt in the driver's seat, in the passenger seat. They switch places, and then they get it to happen. Then and only then can anybody tell you what the fix is. I'll just tell you one one thing. I want you to manually shift your caravan for a whole day. Pull it down into low. Click that shifter forward. So you manually shift it and see if the problem goes away, because that's something that will help them determine. I'm going to leave you with, I'm going to, when we come back, I'm going to tell you a story where a lady took her car in and it had a noise, and they bid it for $3,800 for the transmission work. It got really ugly. And I'll tell you the end of the story right after this. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of the 101. Attention, this is an investor notice. Are you interested in making some extra cash buying real estate tax liens? Then listen to this. The Government Tax Lien Network is offering a free tax lien kit which contains two DVDs and a step-by-step report that will show you how to earn guaranteed returns between 15 and 35% yearly, which is completely secure by the government. They'll even show you how to do this inside your own retirement accounts. So if you're looking to become a real estate investor without risk, then call 1-800-570-4620 now to get your free 
free tax lien kit. Then get ready to buy tax liens for pennies on the dollar and buy houses for as little as $500. All from your home with little or no money working only 5 to 10 hours per week. Call 800-570-4620 right now to get your free tax lien kit. Plus, two free tickets to a live training event which includes a free meal coming to the Phoenix area. Call 800-570-4620. That's 800-570-4620 for your free tax lien kit now. Individual results may vary. Hi there. I'm here for my flu shot, and I heard there's an option for people 65 and older. There is, but you actually have to be 65. Very flattering. Thanks. I'm Judith Light. You know who I am, right? I just turned 65, and I know your immune system gets weaker with age, and I don't want to miss a day of work or risk spreading the flu to other people. I don't think we've met before, but what I do know is you can't be 65. Okay. What if I said I only have one life to live and I need protection against the flu? Nope. Nope. How about who's the boss of my health? I am. Uh-uh. Flu season is here, and people 65 and older need to ask about the vaccine made specifically for their age. Flu vaccination is especially important for people with chronic conditions like diabetes and heart disease, which can worsen with the flu. I'm so sorry about that. I thought you were like 35. Don't apologize. Visit the National Council on Aging at ncoa.org slash flu to learn more and talk to your doctor about vaccine options for people 65 and older. Patriot app tip number two. Set the Patriot as an alarm clock. Open the app, click in the upper right-hand corner, and select alarm clock. It's that easy. And now you'll wake up to the Patriot. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Patriot app tip number four. Want your voice heard? Email or leave a voice message straight from your Patriot app. Just open it up, click the upper left-hand corner, and select email or talk back. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. My name is Mark Salem. It's 21 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. The lines are wide open. Gil is here. He's my engineer. And uh, you can talk to Gil at 602-508-0960, and he will then take your information. And then when you get on the air, if you'll give me your make and model of your car and the mileage, and then tell me what the symptoms are, what the issue is, that would help us out. So uh, let me finish the story I started last break. Lady takes her car in to a transmission shop, and uh, she says, I got a noise. And uh, so they, they keep the car overnight, and they say, yeah, it needs a transmission. And I think the quote was $3,800. Her husband's a friend of mine, and so he calls me, and he says, this is what I got. And I says, well, can I talk to her? And he says, sure. So she calls me, and I said, now, it makes a noise in the morning. Yes. How long does it make the noise? Less than a minute. Does it make the noise any other time of the day? No. Is it only in the morning again? Yes. Is it cold or hot? Makes no difference. It's first thing in the morning. Uh, Is the oil level good? Yes. If you step on it really hard, does the downshift real clear, crisp? Oh, yeah. Does it shift? Does it go... So slips into gear instead of like the snap of a carrot. She says, no, the second time. That's how it sounds. I said, okay. Well, there's nothing in the transmission in the morning when you're in park that's actually moving except the front pump. And you say it goes away in, in 60 seconds and then you never hear it throughout the day. This ain't a transmission problem. Um... I'm happy to look at it for you because your husband, Dan, is a good friend of mine. So if you'll strap it by the shop, we'll listen to it tomorrow morning. She says, fine. It's in the front of the engine. It's a timing chain tensioner. It has nothing to do with the transmission. So I said to her, 
Um, oh, and I said to her before she brought a car in, when you take it back to the transmission shop, ask the transmission shop to write down exactly what's wrong with it, and then write down the estimate, and then just write down their name, because you're going to borrow some money from your father in Milwaukee, and he's going to want to know all that information, and so you're going to take that bill and fax it to your dad, and, and then he's, your dad's going to call, and he's going to wonder if he's going to loan your, his daughter $3,800, and blah, 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 blah. She says, tell me that again. So I gave it to her again. I said, this separates the men from the boys. She says, well, I don't know how, what you're thinking about, but I'll do what you said. So she calls me back and she says, I'm on my way to your shop. I said, fine. She says, I got there and I, they, I had said to him, I called him and said, hey, I want to borrow some money from my dad. So would you put, you know, your diagnosis on there and your, your bill on there and then just write your name because my dad wants to talk to you. So when I got there, they handed me this thing that was folded into thirds, gave me my keys and said, you know, we hope we can do your transmission. She says, fine. And so she got in the car and she opened it up and it's just a blank invoice. It says, check out transmission. So she goes back inside and she says, oh, you forgot to write down, you know, what's the matter with it and what the bill is and then write your name down so I can have my dad call you. And they said, no, good enough. We told you. Now, folks, if that doesn't smell to high heaven, I don't know what does. Everybody, you should know without a question. And here's the problem. They're worried about the Attorney General Fraud Division for the state of Arizona. They don't want to write that down because what they said wasn't true. Here's my real question. How are they going to fix a $2,000 engine problem by doing a $3,800 transmission? The risk was huge. They were going to replace the transmission, but they, they weren't going to do anything to the front of the engine unless they were going to paint the transmission and fix the front of the engine and then tell her the noise is gone. I don't know what they were thinking or if they were just ignorant about diagnosis. The fact of the matter is, is that this was never a transmission. That's why you have to protect yourself. And every time a shop, including my own, says to you, you need this, your answer should be simple. What symptoms are you going to fix that I have today that necessitates this repair? You need to flush your cooling system. What symptoms do I have? Well, come on out here. I'm going to show you a new coolant. I'm going to show you yours. Yours is mud. This one's green. This one's red. This one's purple. This one's orange. This is what's supposed to be in your car. This mud is what you have. That's works. Or you say, oh, you need an alignment. Why? Come on out here. I'll show you. Look at the wear on this front tire. Look at the wear. This one over here, there's no wear on the edge. This one here is worn out on the inside edge of the tire. That means there's a toe problem on this side. I need to reset the toe. So I'm going to $85, and then I'm going to put the front ones on the back and the back ones on the front. And you'll know within a couple of months if I did my job, because if the inside wears, I didn't do my job. And if the, if the inside doesn't wear, boom, I fixed it. That's how it happens. You have to hold your shop's feet to the fire. So anyway, we fixed the car. She was happy. I was happy. I think I saved her a lot of money. But the bottom line is there's lots of shops out there that are good shops. Go to SalemBoysAuto.com. I've got shops all over the valley, the northwest, the northeast, central Phoenix, the southeast, and the southwest. I've got all four quadrants set up just for you. It's not something that I like sending business to other shops. I want to identify good shops for you no matter where you live. So go to SalemBoysAuto.com, and we're right there. And then if you click on Best Car Repair Shops, um, uh, link, then it'll take you to a list and it'll ask you if you want mechanical or transmission or paint and body or diesel. 
and you pick what you want and then it says what part of town are you in you click and bingo all those shops are there here's my promise to you every single one of those shops has promised to let the better business bureau make a determination on any customer complaints if the better business bureau tells a shop to pay the customer five hundred dollars let's say or to perform a repair that's five hundred dollars and the shop refuses I personally will either fix the car the five hundred dollar repair or I'll write the check for five hundred dollars and the third part of my promise to you is is I kick the shop off the list three things you better do what the BBB says and there's a process that BBB goes through part of the process is the auto advisory committee and I helped create that back in the 80s I'm very familiar with it and it's a very fair process for both the consumer and the repair shop so I'm asking them to let other people determine whether they truly should make a refund or not and I'm 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 proud to tell you that it, since 1988 I have never written a check now I've kicked two shops off for being stupid but I've never written a check so and that's the reason Jerry how are you today what can we do for you hey Mark how are we today thank you thank you I got two questions if you got the time give me one uh, Okay, first one is, on checking the oil, you say never add oil until it hits the add mark. Why is that? Because it's a quart low at that point. So if it's halfway between the add and the full and you add a quart, you've just overfilled it by a quart. So every dipstick out there in the world, the add mark is one quart low and the full mark is full. So I don't want you to add if the oil's between there because the tendency is to put a full quart in and I don't want to contaminate the catalytic converter when you start consuming oil because your crankshaft's too full. Oh, okay. So you're concerned with overflowing oil. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Then the second question is on tire pressure. Okay. My, my pickup, the max pressure on the tire says 51. The door sticker says 40. My wife's car uses the same size tire, but her door sticker says 35. So I'm thinking, at what point does this tire get too darn low? Okay. I'm going to answer your question on the other side of the break. I'm going to put you on hold, so if you'll stay right there. But I have an answer for you um, on, on all three of those portions. Why is 32? Why is it 40? And why is it 51? I'm a tire expert, and so I testify in courtrooms about the wear and the maintenance and analyzing the information on the side of the tire, the application of tires, um, a tire wear issue, a rotation issue, all that kind of stuff. And I'm real familiar with the logistics on the side of the tire. So I'm going to give you the very best advice I can. But what I'm going to end up telling you is, is really all three of those are acceptable. And, and then at the end of the day, we'll talk about your truck and your wife's car. So we'll be right back right after this. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. 
They use the best glasseric paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Ever wonder how some air conditioning companies can offer deals that sound too good to be true? Mike Alia here again from Benefit Air to debunk those ultra-sweet deals. You may have heard of the bait-and-switch technique, but did you know that companies offering tune-ups or service calls for less money than the cost of a large pizza are likely to be hiding the real cost in the pricing of every repair item? What's more, they usually pay their technicians on a commission-only basis, which means a technician might be tempted to sell you things that you don't need. At Benefit, we don't hide the cost of our service calls and our pricing, and our techs are not paid on a commission basis. Our flat rate pricing is simple, fair, and upfront. We offer discounts for multiple repairs, too, and we back all of our repairs with a full two-year parts and labor warranty. You don't need the shuck-and-jive sales tactics of companies offering you what you know is too good to be true. You need a fair, honest company that you can trust. Call Benefit today at 602-840-9229. That's 602-840-9229. Or find us on the web at BenefitAir.com. Experience the benefit of using Benefit Air. Tanning, indoors or out, increases your risk of skin cancer, including melanoma, the second most common cancer in young adults and the leading cause of cancer death in women 25 to 30. Tanning doesn't make me look healthier. My ambition does. Tanning doesn't make me stand out. My drive does. Tanning can cause wrinkles, age spots, and even melanoma, the cancer that kills one person every hour. And using tanning beds significantly increases your risk of developing melanoma. Tanning doesn't make me glow. My individuality does. Tanning doesn't make me feel better about myself. I got the job. My confidence does. Tanning doesn't make you more beautiful. It only makes you more at risk. Stop tanning. Learn more at spotskincancer.org. A message from the American Academy of Dermatology. So, Justin, I was playing that video game, Force Brigade, and it was pretty cool. I was running down this, like, digital path, and I met this digital frog, and he was all like... And then I went playing in this virtual stream where this water, it looked almost real. It was this whole electronic forest world. So what did you do? Well, my parents took me to the forest, the real forest, where I was running down this... Well, it was an actual path. Then I saw this real-life frog. It was all, like ribbit and i saw an owl too then i played in this amazing stream with water around my ankles like wet water then me and my sister and my parents sat around a campfire and told cool stories all night long oh that's a uh, pretty cool too this weekend unplug getting closer to nature can get you closer to your family to find the forest nearest you go to discovertheforest.org brought to you by the u.s forest service and the ad council Welcome back, everybody. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. Jerry, you stay there, Norm, real quick, and let me just take care of some business here. One of the best diagnosticians I've ever met in my life, it works at Larry Harker's Auto, and uh, he's the boss there with his wife, Ellen. They do good work, and they've been around since 1967. But Bob and Ellen, together, run Larry Harker's Auto. And Bob is one of those guys that you can wave the red flag in front of him and say stuff like, I've had this to 10 shops and no one can fix it. And his eyes will light up and he'll say, just leave it here. Then you're going to say, well, what's the diagnostic process? And he says, to start with, it's this much money. But I should be able to find it in that. The worst case scenario is this. 
and I will find it there. So he's the kind of guy, and he looks you in the eye and he says, hey, if I don't fix it, I'll give you your money back because he fixes it. So if you live anywhere 38th Avenue in Indian School, or if you're looking for a great guy to do diagnostic work, let's say if you open up your door, the uh, radio station changes. Bob can figure that out. Bob already probably already fixed it. And it doesn't really make any difference what kind of car or truck you have and what kind of problem you have. And he's also not afraid to say, I'm not the best guy for this job. But as far as diagnosing, Bob is really good. 38th Avenue in Indian School, it's called Larry Harker's Auto. Jerry, are you there? You're saying? Okay. Well, I'm going to take the two extremes. Your truck has a tire on it that has a maximum inflation of 51, and your wife's car on the tag says 35 PSI. Every vehicle has a dry weight and a fully loaded weight. Your wife's car weighs 3,500 pounds. It, ha- it holds four people. So the effective maximum load is four butts and a couple of things of golf clubs in the back. So the average weight is 150, that's 300 in the front, 300 in the back, that's 600 with 200 pounds of luggage, so eight on top of 3,500 is 4,300. Maximum load of that car is 4,300. So the tire manufacturers along with the cars say, in order for this tire to handle this maximum load, I need 35 PSI in it. Now, at 35 PSI on a 51 max tire, on the side it says 51 maximum inflation, it's going to be a nice soft ride. But if they hit a pothole doing 60 miles an hour, the tire is going to collapse and the wheel is going to cut the tire, so they're going to have a blowout. And they're not going to get the very best fuel economy because it's like riding a bicycle with tires half flat. But it's going to give you a nice ride. So... The tire's at 51, so your truck has a 40 on the tag with a 51 max written on the tire. Here's what I do. I don't care what you do. Here's what I do. I run everything I own on the maximum inflation, and here's why. Number one, if I kiss a curb, and it's really not me, it's my wife and my daughters. So if they kiss a curb, my chances of having a cut sidewall on that tire reduce to virtually nothing if that tire's kind of hard. Now, does it ride better than the 35? No, but who cares? But let me ask you this. Do you remember when you were a child and you rode your bicycle to the gas station with two flat tires? It took a lot of effort. When you got air, when you rode your bicycle back home, it was like a brand new bicycle. Well, your car's the same way. Your car's going to get better fuel economy with tires that are at the maximum inflation, but the car makers want you to run it at 35 because you have a fine ride. So, and the temperature of a tire at 35 pounds is higher than the temperature of that same tire with maximum inflation of 51 pounds. The temperature is far lower at 51 than it is at 35, and heat is the tire's worst enemy. That's your reasons. So you've got, this is the maximum on the sticker. This is what you should have to appropriately carry the weight that this car is designed, but the tire has a maximum inflation, and I suggest to you that you run the maximum inflation on the vehicles and no one's going to care. Okay, I understand that. All right. What I was wondering was, a few years back they had all those vehicles that they were claiming that the tires were blowing because they were running the tires at too low a pressure. Uh, I think they were um, Ford with the uh, Explorers. Yeah, the Firestone fiasco. (laughs) Okay, yes, that's what I was thinking. I mean, at what point 
did the tire pressure get too low? Well, if you remember, 1990, the Ford Explorer came out. It was the first sport utility vehicle of any substantial nature. Well, the sport utility vehicle is halfway between a truck and a car. That's what SUV means. So when the Ford came out with it, they softened the tires to 24 pounds. And they wanted it to ride like a car, but look like a truck. Well, Firestone should have probably been in that secret <laughs> because the tags were saying that Ford was at 24 and 26 pounds. And then sometimes car dealerships, this happens usually in Canada, I might add, so I don't offend anybody here, but car dealers elsewhere will soften a tire up so the car rides nicer when you sell it. Then when you buy it, they'll add four, five, six, seven, eight pounds. However, part of the Firestone issue was the tire, but they shared in the responsibility. Ford was just as much at fault as Firestone was, but there's been bigger recalls than that Firestone tire, and the Goodyear G159 is one of them. So in, in, in that Firestone issue, which started in 1990 when, the, when they came out with the Explorer, that was 50-50. That was half of Firestone's issue, and that was half of Ford's issue. All righty. Good luck to you, Jerry. Thank you very much. That's, uh, that was a good conversation for me. Norm, Norm, how are you today? What can I do for you? Oh, Norm, you stay there. I'll be right back. I promise. We'll be back right after this. Larry Elder explains that welfare isn't just a problem with individuals. There's a term called moral hazard. And moral hazard means you change your behavior, often for the detriment of yourself, because you're not shielded from the consequences of your bad behavior. And that's the problem with state-provided welfare, with organizations like FEMA. That's the problem with infrastructure spending. The Larry Elder Show, weeknights at 9 on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of the 101. NMLS 223916 and 6274, AZ 0904164, LO 0914788, Equal Opportunity Lender, Chadwick Burks here, host of The Straight Scoop, Saturday mornings at 9. It's official, Trump's president. So now what? Will he repeal Dodd-Frank? Is he going to fire Janet Yellen? And what will Ben Carson do as HUD secretary? What about the dollar and the trade deals and the Russians and... and Who knows? But here's what I do know. I know that several of the voting members of the Federal Reserve are calling for at least three more rate hikes this year. Combine that with stock market volatility and the uncertainty of a new president, and we could see skyrocketing mortgage rates. So unless you like wasting money, you need to call me immediately at 623-703-4568. Regardless of your mortgage type, I'll analyze it from every angle and try to save you serious money. The review is free, and it only takes about 15 minutes. No excuses. So to keep everything local and work with me personally, call my cell phone at 623-703-4568 or visit help.loans. That's right. You don't need a .com. Just type in help.loans. Chadwick Burks with People's Mortgage, where your mortgage matters. 
Take an ordinary putty knife and scrape off the old wax ring. Place the new wax ring over the flange, then line up the bolts with the bowl and gently set in place, making sure a proper seal is created with the flange and drain. Next. Um, Dad? Uh, yeah, sweetie. Is that an old plumbing manual? Oh, um, yeah, yeah, honey. We really need to get some new books. Right, um, do, do you want me to stop? Nah, I kind of want to know how it ends. Okay, tighten the bolts, line up the flushing valve to the opening in the top of the bowl, and secure the tank with a screwdriver and crescent wrench. <laughs> the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Patriot app tip number one. Not only is the Patriot app great for streaming our live programs, you can access all Patriot podcasts. Click on the upper left-hand corner and select podcasts to find all our great weekday and weekend programs. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Looking for a radio station that cares about real news and not afraid to go beyond the headlines? There's only one station for you, 960 The Patriot and 960ThePatriot.com. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Mark Salem, and we're here talking about car and car repair problems. Let me start real quick by doing some business. Automatic Transmission Exchange is a great place. Automatic Transmission Exchange, you've driven by it probably a couple hundred times. 40th Street in Washington. Phil's been in business since 1968. Automatic Transmission Exchange is capable of all kinds of repairs from a bad connection to a complete overhaul. The best thing about Phil is is he's not interested in overhauling every transmission that comes in and he'll tell you that about a third of the problems that are brought into his shop have nothing to do with the transmission. So oftentimes it's a drivability problem, it's a fuel delivery problem, or it's something that's making the transmission look stupid. So if you're in the Phoenix area, especially if you're in the South Phoenix area, but really anywhere in the Phoenix area, may I suggest Automatic Transmission Exchange on 40th Street in Washington is the place that you should stop by. Let's go uh, to Norm. Norm, we started with you, and I'm sorry we set you aside, but let's start over. Yeah, no problem, Mark. Um, what we have is uh, my son's got a 97 uh, Jeep XJ with a 4-liter in it. And this thing's been riding, driving fine, no problems. And then the other day... Uh, all of a sudden, he had a rough idle, and it didn't want to. It uh, it would stall occasionally. Um, this happened uh, intermittently. Uh, then he went ahead and changed the uh, uh, the uh, yeah the IAC and cleaned that out. That didn't make any difference. Um, he uh, now he now and he mentions now that all of a sudden the gas mileage got really bad. Then this morning he fired it up, and it. Uh, this is the first time I actually got to see it do it, and it started up fine, ran for a minute, then the idle went really rough, and you could smell that this thing went went way rich. We had thought it was going lean maybe, but anyhow, it smelled like it was going super rich, and then died, and then started it up again, and then I let him drive my Jeep to work. So okay. anyhow, that's where we're at. We're wondering where you think we might go next. Well, um you've you've done really good but the most important thing you told me was is the bad idle and it smells like it's running rich so 
it, it's going to have either a mass airflow sensor or a MAP sensor, and both of those are load sensors. So they tell the engine where the throttle's at and whether the nose of the car is going uphill or downhill. So obviously, as you start to go to Flagstaff, your foot's a little deeper in the throttle, and we're loading the car up. So the mass airflow sensor and the MAP sensor tell the computer, give us a little bit more fuel. Well, the rough idle and the black smoke and the smell of fuel says rich, 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 rich. Well, rich causes a misfire because we're flooding the cylinders and flooding the spark plugs. And if you pulled the spark plugs out right now, a couple of them, they're probably black with soot. So we need to fix the rich condition. We need to figure out where the extra fuel is coming. Is there an injector that's wide open? Is the computer got one injector wide open? Is the fuel pressure regulator, instead of this being a dam, and opening and closing to keep the fuel pressure stable is this thing jammed shut which causes the fuel go to go from 40 psi to 80. So now when the injector opens and closes like this psst, psst, that we're only supposed to get a psst worth of fuel but at 80 pounds it goes psst, and we get a whole bunch more fuel. So these are all the things that need to be done. He's already spent more for that air control motor than most shops would have diagnosed this for you. We're going to plug in the scanner, and we all know what the numbers mean. You're not going to know if you get a scanner, and neither is the three-whiskered kid at AutoZone, if he looks at the mass airflow sensor and he sees the number 8 or he sees the number 30, he's not going to know what the good number is. If he looks at the oxygen sensor and he sees a 0.9 as opposed to a 0.1, he's not going to know what that means. So as you go through this, a seasoned technician knows what the numbers are supposed to be. If the idle air control or the uh, map sensor is running really, really rich, it thinks you're climbing a hill. Well, look here, the vacuum port has come apart. Or look here, the vacuum port is plugged with carbon or the vacuum hose is collapsed inside. So when I tee this line to the map sensor, then I'm looking at engine vacuum and it should be 1.8 and it's zero. Well, zero means give me fuel. So how about I just replace this little vacuum line and boom, we're done. So I don't know what it is, but I can tell you it's nothing serious. Now, after you get it fixed, you need to change the oil and filter because the fuel by this time has contaminated your oil. So it's not nothing you want to continue. I think you're going to spend $75 to $125 to have this properly diagnosed. I think it's perfectly acceptable for you to look the shop owner in the eye or the technician or the, or the service writer and say, I'm going to want you to diagnose this and guarantee your diagnosis, but I'm thinking I might want to fix it myself. Puts a little additional pressure on the technician because he knows that you're going to go fix it and hopefully the problem will be gone. But if he's guessing with your money, you're going to know it after you buy the part and it doesn't fix it. So those are your options. But I think right now you're, you're, the only other option you have is continue to guess, and I think that's a bad idea. Okay? Okay. Uh, what, what, what places do you recommend around uh, 59th Avenue and Bell Road? 59th Avenue, I got Kelly Clark at 40th, no, he's 40th Street in Bell Road. Well, how about, yeah. uh, hold on a minute here, hold on that a minute. That Thunderbird Auto sounds like it's kind of kind of close. Um, well... That Thunderbird Auto just sold, on, and it's my fault that commercial played because he's no longer part of our best car repair shops list, not because he did anything wrong, but he doesn't have five years of experience at that shop. So okay. I, I did not remove him because he did anything wrong. He could yeah. very well be one of the best guys out there, but he's not on my list, so I can't recommend him. 
Um, there is a Thunderbird Auto that's closer in town that you can go to, um, and it's owned by Tom, who sold his shop in Surprise. So look for two different Thunderbird Autos. You also have Mike's Auto Tech at 67th Avenue in Northern. I know he can fix that. I know Tom at the I-17 21st Avenue in Deer Valley. I know he can fix that. Um, but the uh, And then that's about it. That's all I've got on the west side is up in the northwest side. Those guys there could fix that. You might have to drive a little bit, but like I said, um, action action is is, uh, 21st Avenue. It's Deer Valley and I-17 Northwest Corner, and Mike's Auto Tech, 67th Avenue, south of Northern. He can fix that, too. Okay, great. All righty. Thank you very much for your time. I really appreciate it. You're welcome, Norm. Good luck to you and your son. Don, you're up next. How can I help you? I have a dilemma. Okay, well, if you can spell that, then I'm willing to help you. Go ahead. D? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, I got a 98 Bonneville in my backyard. We changed the upper side of the motor, if you know what I'm talking about. Okay. It was bad. So we started it up, and it, the oil went back to beige color. And I'm going, okay, what do we do now? I haven't started it or anything since then. So my wife wants the car out of the backyard, and I was going, hmm. I wonder if Mark has a tech down there that would like to spend a little money on a car and maybe resell it or donate it or something because it's still a good, viable vehicle. Well, let me ask you, did you do the heads or the intake? No, no, just the upper intake. Okay. Um, well, the easy part to do is, is that's kind of easy diagnosis. It's not, it's, you know, what we do is we just take the, the uh, top of the intake off, not the bottom, but the top, or we go in through the throttle blades and we drop a camera in there and we just kind of pressure test the cooling system and look to see if the water is coming in through the intake which means you screwed up the gasket another way to do it is pull the spark plugs out of it pressure test it and if the water's coming out of one of the cylinders then that means the head gaskets are bad so the real question you have here is this is the water coming from the intake gasket i just replaced or is it coming from a bad cylinder a head gasket in the bad cylinder yeah that's your question how many miles are on it 192. We redid. We did the whole top side at 138. Okay, you did heads on it and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. The heads. The heads were clean. I mean, you know me. I've. I'm notorious on oil changes. So. Okay. On a one to ten scale, what's the physical condition of the outside and the inside of the car? Uh, it's a good car still. Okay. Never been wrecked. Okay. We'll do a KBB.com on it. And just do a private party sale, and uh, and look to see what it's worth. If it's worth fifteen hundred dollars based on the mileage, then it doesn't make a lot of sense to spend a whole bunch of money fixing that thing. But yeah. I've got some sealer that I can guarantee you will fix the head gasket issue. So I mean, I I, I guarantee it. We use it, and we have had tremendous success with it. We've got a couple cars that have been running on this sealer for two or three years. Yeah, so I'll have it to does. Stop by and see it either. does, but the cedar does not work on the intake gasket. Right. It has to have heat, which is the cylinder. So in mm-hmm. your particular case, you're far better off if it's the upper intake. Then just reset the intake. And Find out a gasket. Well, when you pull the intake off, was there a lot of corrosion around the square inlets of the intake on both sides? No, I still got the old one. I'd have to go look at it. So okay. Oh, did you put a new intake on it? No, I put a new new plenum on it. Okay, all right. But I haven't changed the oil yet, and so maybe that's my first thing to do is change oh, oh, the oil. On I agree with you. 
I agree with you. I agree with you. You should do that. And go from there. And get a pressure tester. You know, fill it up with water, not coolant. Stick it on pressure for 10 minutes. I've got water in it now. Okay, then just pressure test and walk away. Because if you don't have a leak after sitting there, then the next thing is is get it running and now get it warmed up with the pressure tester still on it. Then shut the key off and watch the pressure because it may have a, a leak when it's hot but not when it's cold. So now you do that. There. Okay. We've been there. Okay. All right, well, good Bye, luck buddy. to you. All right. All right, we'll see you. You okay. betcha. Thank you, thank you. All righty. Let me, let me tell you about Action Auto Repair. We just talked about him. Tom is up on Deer Valley and I-17 Northwest Corner. I've known Tom since probably 70, mid-70s, 75, 76, up to 79. He worked for a company that sold those big box engine analyzers. Remember in the 60s and the 70s and the 80s, we used to say, can you put it on the scope? Well, he sold those. And he could make his dance. I mean, he could make that thing do miracles on cars. The problem is, is I didn't like his brand. <laughs> so I bought the other brand. But we still maintained our friendship. And he, he doesn't hold against me. And, of course, I, I don't. that's not anything that I'm going to lose a friend over. But he knows what he's doing. He knows a lot about cars. He's an honest as the day is long. And not too long ago, he had an issue with the customer that I got involved in with him. And actually, the customer had made an offer, and Tom upped the offer. And I thought that was unusual, because the customer basically said, I'd be happy with this. And Tom says, I'll make you extra happy. Now, I don't think that he's going to do that every single time, but I can tell you this much. Action Auto knows what they're doing. They're going to treat you fairly, and they've been around a long time. Again, on the northwest corner of I-17 and Deer Valley. Any other callers? All righty, we got lines open, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Let me look on my desk here and see what I've got, because I've usually got something. Oh, I know what it was. There was a nifty article in the paper not too long ago, and, it, and it's been spread around the Internet about the new electric cars. And it's important to know that the hybrid cars has have a, a gasoline engine that typically is very small, and it's typically not a car that's going to be used in a drag race in any way, shape, or form. Then you have a big, huge battery in the car, and the the gasoline along with the, the, the battery, they say that sometimes the battery will last you between 30 and sometimes 100 miles, although no one admits that they ever got 100 miles. But I'm going to tell you it's 30, 50, 60 miles on the electric portion of the car, and then the gasoline will take you to the rest of the way to Tucson. So you've got a range of sometimes between 125 and 200 miles on one of those hybrid cars. But now people are starting to come out of the woodwork that are electrical engineers that say this. The cost per mile on these cars can easily exceed 73 cents a mile. They did an analysis of the cost for electricity to charge the uh, hybrid is approximately this much per kilowatt hour. So you add that with the gasoline for the entire amount of miles it got, it's 74 cents a mile. Compare this to a similar car with a gasoline engine that only gets 32 miles to the gallon, and 319 per gallon divided by 32 is 10 cents a mile. So that, I'm telling you that that's the truth, that the fact of the matter is, is these hybrids, while you may feel green, wait till you pay for a battery. And wait till you have a chance to drive one of those to Flagstaff. Wait till you have to go up from Rye to Payson. You'll understand why if you feel like you have a two-cylinder lawnmower engine underneath the hood of that car. But nevertheless, if that's your thing, fine with me. 
For the rest of you thinking about a hybrid, go drive them first. That's an important part of this entire thing. And then also factor in the electrical consumption the car's going to get. And some of these cars take 8, 10 hours to, to uh, plug in and charge. So mark at marksalem.com. That's my email address, mark at marksalem.com. I'll see you next Saturday right here on KKNT. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.